All right, time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Hi, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, let's start with the St. Robinson story because it is not yeah. going away. In fact, I would say it has now become much more serious than it was a couple of days ago. No, I mean, you know, as, as you pointed out, it's an election year and the government had to cancel a major fundraiser over this in Surrey last night. And New Democrats have been put on notice by some Muslim groups in the province that they aren't welcome in mosques. So that's very, very serious stuff. And I went back over and read the Premier's news conference Friday afternoon. So Ibi got asked a lot of questions about this, and he took a half dozen questions. Uh, a couple of things jump out in, to me, especially in the rereading. And the first thing was David Eby saying he did not have a good word to say about Selena Robinson. He ducked the question of whether or not he thought of firing her. He ducked the question of whether or not she'd offered her resignation. But he said several times she has violated the standards of his government and divided the province. He said she has caused a lot of pain to a marginalized group, particularly the Palestinians. She said, he said um, she's got a lot of work to do to try and undo the damage and really, the only thing he said that was at all sparing of her was he believes she will do that. But uh, you go back over that, he pretty much hung Selena Robinson out to dry. And you read between the lines, I don't think David Eby would reject her offer of a resignation today if she were to come out and say, uh, I've become a distraction in this issue. Uh, I, you know, made a major gaffe and for the sake of the premier and the party in an election year, I'm resigning. Well, I don't know how you couldn't get that message from what he had to say. Let's listen to a little bit of what he had yeah. to say. Well, I believe that the minister uh, crossed the line as a member of cabinet. She uh, made remarks that were wrong, that were hurtful. Uh, for a community that increased uh, divisions among people in our province at a time when every member of my government is expected to bring people together. She understands that. She has committed to go out uh, and do her best to repair the harm that she has caused with those comments. And that is my expectation of her going forward. So I find that really interesting, Vaughn, because he's clearly saying that it almost sounded to me like he's saying he he believes this is very serious, obviously, and perhaps others do not. That's interesting. I was struck by, after rereading his comments, read the letter to the premier from the dozen and a half Muslim organizations. And whoever crafted that letter was precise in what they said. They said a couple of things. One, they... They used, they turned Eby's own words back on him. They talked about the pain to the community, the marginalized group, the reason why uh, they were still troubled. And they also said she should resign. It, it was like it was written to, by somebody who, who knew exactly what message to give to the premier to get him to deal with this. Right. The, the one thing Eby didn't say on Friday about apology is 
Robinson's apologized. E.B. accepted her apology, but it's up to the groups that were hurt by this whether or not the apology is acceptable. Premier didn't say that, but that's what happened. It's the the representatives of the people that were hurt by this who've come back and said the apology isn't good enough. So the, the question here, Simi, becomes why would there be any hesitation at all about firing Selena Robinson or passing the word quietly to her by a supporter, um, somebody inside, uh, that you you need to perform one last service for the party and the premier. And, I wonder though why she's that. not getting that message. Like she's she's been around for well, a long time. Like she can clearly see over the weekend that this is becoming increasingly untenable. Uh, she is a major distraction here. Well, uh, I can. My understanding is there are two things at play here in the background. The first one is a view by some New Democrats that it was a mistake what she did, but resignation or firing is too big a price for her to pay because many of the people calling for this resignation, not all of them, but many, are score settling. They are not, they are people who did never condemn the Hamas attacks, who sided with the prophet Langara celebrating those attacks, who are not supporters of the mainstream NDP in BC. They're just trophy hunting. And this government, NDP governments, have been reluctant to give trophies to people like that. Uh, Robinson's own hesitation, I've not spoken to her, but I disagree that it is just about Selena Robinson's ego. I think Selena Robinson sees herself as somebody who has stood up for the Jewish community in the province at a time when it's under ferocious attack, when there's widespread anti-Semitism spread in the province, and that hasn't been condemned by many of the people who are now calling for her head. So, you know, that's the position she sees herself in. I think she's taken, and I said this on Friday, uh, hate that most of us cannot, cannot even imagine. And I would say, and I've heard this from colleagues who've even retweeted the people defending her, and they're mostly BC United people that have stepped forward to defending her, BC Liberals, uh, even retweeting that brings a wave of hatred on social media. So and this is a very bitter, divisive issue. Uh, it's semi impossible to say anything on this that isn't uh. divisive. Uh, and so, however, the Premier's got a press conference today at 10.30, 11.30, and it's on housing. And I think it's a pretty safe bet that if this isn't dealt with before 11.30 and settled satisfactorily by 11.30, that news conference is going to be dominated by questions about Selena Robinson and this issue. It is not going to be dominated by questions about the big housing announcement. Yeah. So they're on a, you know, That's they're tough. on a timetable today. Uh, I heard you say you'll be surprised if she makes it through the day. Um, your your comment that she's a professional, she's been in politics a long time. I'm sure she recognizes as well as anyone that this is a disastrous comment she made. And I am sure that there are people in the government that are wishing very, very much that Selena Robinson 
would take the premier and the party off the hook yeah. and submit her resignation. It's just I can't get past the comment. Like I know she said she was being flippant, but as you also have pointed out time and time again, this is a highly divisive, difficult issue, yeah. and any kind of flippancy, I felt like oh, it was. Yeah. So, Vaughn, then just to wrap this thing up, we, we do expect the Premier to get more questions about that today. Yeah, we do. Um, and um, I don't know if he'll say anything all that different from what he said on Friday. I mean, he said she's got a lot of work to do to repair the damage here. Uh, I see the uh, there's been some suggestion that the Premier himself will meet with the communities that are upset. Uh, but I notice they say we're not going to deal with that. We're not even going to meet with you until you've dealt with this. So it's tough. I'd note, too, just in terms of um, the the letter from the dozen and a half mosques, uh, the first I saw of that, it was posted on social media by Angelia Paterai, who is the woman who went up against EB for the party leadership from the left of the NDP and the activist left of the NDP, uh, back uh, when he won the leadership, and the party froze her out. And again, there's there's a division here. The federal NDP members of parliament that have called for resignation on this, uh, it's underscored that way in the background there's a division in the NDP around this issue, around Palestine, around the Middle East. But again, you go, what would the reaction of the Jewish community in British Columbia be if... Um, Selena Robinson would look to have been forced out. Remember, when the premier did his twin gaffes on Holocaust Day and they posted the wrong message about uh, the, the attacks on the mosque in Quebec, Holocaust Remembrance, he apologized immediately, but leaders in the Jewish community came out and immediately said, no, this government has been supportive of us and... We accept that this was just a mistake. Everybody can make mistakes, and we accept the premier's explanation. So the Jewish community has been very forgiving of the government on its gaffes. If, if, if Robinson were seen as being fired as some kind of trophy for people who aren't the least bit sympathetic over the Hamas attacks and the massacre on October the 2nd, that's not a, a thing that's going to be easy to fix either. This thing, right. and I mean, you know it, Simi, in our business, this is the most divisive issue out there. Yep. Uh, Selena Robinson, the one, <laughs> the one thing you can say about it is she shouldn't have done a oh. two-hour discussion of this right. issue. She should have been very, very careful and kept her comments to a minimum, not holding forth the way she did because you're going to talk yourself into a massive amount of trouble. And that is the number one thing right there, Vaughn, right? Yeah, like yeah, knowing how yeah. divisive it is, you did not need to go on and on and be flippant about this at all. But yeah. I know we could talk about this for a long time, yeah. but I also, I want to ask We will be talking about it again. I I'm sure we will. But let's talk about some of the, we talked about election year. Yes, it is that. And it sounds like uh, the, the they're getting ready for this. They're laying down the groundwork for this. Yeah, the Premier named the campaign manager for the NDP re-election campaign this year. She's Marie Delamar. She is very good at her job. She was the head of government communications, a deputy minister in charge of government communications. Uh, she's now going to be running the campaign, and uh, she comes with a nickname. Uh, she <laughs> Marie Delamatia was the person at John Horgan's right hand in the 2017 election 
Back in the day when he was still known to have a bad temper, one that he got under control when he was in government, my understanding is she was there to just calm John Horgan down. And it earned her a nickname in the campaign. She was known as the John Whisperer. So Evie doesn't have a bad temper. She's got other qualifications, but it is a footnote uh, on the John Whisperer is back and she's in charge of the NDP re-election campaign. Seems kind of early to be putting a campaign manager yeah, in charge. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Nine months away? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the official line is, hey, there's an awful lot of work to be done. There's an awful lot of work to be done between now and October and the real campaign. Well, it's already sort of underway and the full-blown campaign will be underway uh, Labor Day. So she's going to be working on all of that. That's the official line. Uh, Simi, of course, it started another round of speculation that the reason she's going in early is because they haven't really officially ruled out the idea of a snap election to catch the opposition parties with their pants down and doing it this spring. Um, Amy's ruled out doing that so many times that I think he'd have a... He'd have a hard time. They got a baby coming around that time. Yeah, that's There's no true. way. He also said that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the baby is due in June. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he did say that too. So, you know, I mean, yeah, after what happened in 2020 with John Horgan saying, well, I'm not thinking of an early election. Why would I be thinking of an early election up to the second he called one? Um, that uh, it, you got to keep it in the back of your mind. The opposition parties would be really stupid if they didn't, if they completely ruled out the possibility. But I still think Eby's determined. He's confident, very confident uh, that October is going to work for them and he's going to stick to that date. Well, we'll see what happens. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye. That is Vaughn Palmer there from the Vancouver Sun. And yes, there'll be lots more to talk about. Premier with a press conference this morning. So there will be more questions to answer, more comments to, well, for us to decipher, essentially. So we'll talk to Vaughn about that tomorrow morning.